I'm Tom Green, and this is Wit and Wisdom. I know it probably doesn't feel like it, but we've all been living in the future. A future full of cheap, on-demand services willing to cater to your every whim. Need a ride? Hail Uber. Need an idea for dinner? Blue Apron delivers a five-star meal kit right to your home. Need a dozen Crystal Burgers at 2 a.m.? Postmates brings it to your doorstep. But the era of subsidized, on-demand services is nearing an end. Yes, it's true, the millennial lifestyle subsidy is about to end. Those of us who lived through the dot-com era find this eerily familiar. Most millennials were learning to drive when the last era of subsidized, on-demand services came crashing back to earth. It ended in a dumpster fire of edgy businesses who tried to prove that profits were not necessary in the new world order. Who can forget Pets.com sock puppet ads? That company lost $147 million in the first nine months of 2000 before the sock puppet went back to just being a sock. Remember the grocery store delivery service, Webvan? In 2001, Webvan announced that it was going to spend $1 billion in grocery store warehouses. By the end of the year, Webvan was out of business. But could today's irrationally exuberant, on-demand delivery services suffer the same fate? Can you even imagine a world without Uber and Lyft, much less the Choco Taco? How would the TikTok generation survive without restaurant delivery apps, Postmates, Grubhub, and DoorDash? And how would millennials survive without Blue Apron and HelloFresh gourmet meal kit subscription services? Not to mention Airbnb and HomeAway, where customers pay to stay overnight in a complete stranger's home. Is this truly the end of the champagne wishes and caviar dreams for an entire generation? There's a decent chance you've never heard of some of these apps. If so, that might be a good thing. So what's changing in the on-demand delivery business? Turns out, a lot. See, many of these companies have been subsidizing operations with free-flowing investor capital. Uber, for example, burned through $20 billion of loose venture capital before filing an initial public offering to raise additional funds. According to BuzzFeed, during a period in 2015, Uber was burning $1 million a week in driver and rider subsidies just in San Francisco. That kind of burn rate is not sustainable, but it's the same economics that subsidized many $8 Uber trips, trips that today cost $20 or $30. On top of free-flowing capital, these companies gorged on cheap debt. Lending institution loaned millions at very low interest rates to subsidize ongoing operations and growth. That free-flowing, cheap money is coming to a screeching halt, a result of rising interest rates, inflation, and a plethora of other negative economic forces. There are other negative forces wreaking havoc in the on-demand lifestyle services industry. Take gasoline, for example, a key ingredient in the delivery business. When Uber launched in San Francisco in 2009, gasoline was $2.35 a gallon, and the economy was flush with cheap labor as the Great Recession created a cash crunch for many workers. 
unemployment peaked in October of 2009 at 10%. It was the perfect time to create a gig economy business. A gig economy is a free market system in which organizations hire temporary, independent workers for short-term commitments. Fast forward to 2022. In San Francisco, gas has reached an average of $6 a gallon, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. The U.S. unemployment rate is 3.6%, and businesses are starved for labor. Haven't you always wondered how much the average Uber driver makes? Well, according to data provided by the company, Uber drivers average around $20 an hour. But each driver must bear the expense of tolls, parking, fees, car maintenance, gasoline, and insurance. Not to mention the wear and tear on a personal vehicle and the occasional drunk throwing up in your back seat. That $20 an hour looked pretty good back in 2009. Today, Fast food restaurants like In-N-Out Burger pay an average of $18.06 an hour and up to $24 an hour for top performers. As a result, on-demand delivery services are starving for labor. Not surprisingly, most on-demand delivery services have never turned a profit. The poster child is Postmates. Postmates is one of the nation's most popular food delivery services. Postmates has accumulated losses of nearly $1 billion since it was founded. Yes, the Millennial Lifestyle Subsidy is coming to an abrupt end. Now we are about to see just how much consumers are really willing to pay for on-demand convenience. Stay tuned. As you know, my writing is intended to be a conversation. That means you have to participate. I'd love to hear from you. If you have an opinion on these lifestyle delivery services, let me hear it from you. Shoot me an email, t at tomgreenwithane.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I guarantee you, you'll hear back from me. One quick favor, if you enjoy my writing and my podcast, feel free to share with a couple of friends. I'm trying to grow this thing, and you can really help. In the meantime, thanks so much for tuning in, and remember, nothing beats nice. <laughs>